Hello, and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast, a resilience podcast where we talk about all the challenging things that we're working to overcome, like anxiety, health, and relationship issues. My name is Sarah. Hello, and welcome to the wrap-up episode for 2023. I'm so happy to connect with you this week and to spend some time at the end of the year You know, I wasn't going to do a wrap-up episode or a best-of. In previous years, I've done best-of episodes that really are snippets of every episode that we've done and spent some time reflecting on the year. And this year, it's just, it's been so busy. It's been an absolute lot. And I just didn't have it in me. I didn't have it in me to do all of that editing and spend all of the time splicing the clips. And so I've been listening to my favorite podcasts. I listened to the Armchair Expert Best Of and Maya Bialik's Breakdown has a Best Of. And I started to feel really guilty because I did have some amazing episodes this year and episodes that I definitely wanted to share about again and kind of recap, but just not having the time to really devote to pulling all of the clips because what it really takes is for me to re-listen to all the episodes, write down the times of the clips that I want to pull, go in, copy and paste them all into a new episode, introduce them. It's a lot. It's a lot to do the best of episodes when you don't have, you know, a sound editor or something, somebody like that who's going to be able to pull those together for you. So I thought what I would do is have a little bit of a reflection on the year, pulling some of the stats and talking about some of the big shows that we did. Of course, this year, um, I had a few breaks in recording, mostly, you know, health issues that I had. I talked openly on the podcast about we had a flood in our basement. I talked about um, having shingles and then just really hitting kind of like a burnout season for myself in the summertime and realizing, okay, what can I do to make things more manageable? And one of those was to record the podcast in a, a batch that was really done Uh, late summer, early fall, and then post every two weeks instead of every week. And so I will say it's been something I'm experimenting with. I don't love the every two weeks. I prefer to do it every week. Uh, I get to really connect with more people that way. I get to make them more timely and talk about things that are really, you know, current and happening and, and all of that stuff. But For my own mental health, this was a change that I made this year. And I think we're going to see where it goes next year. I'm spending some time over the holiday season, planning to spend some time in reflection on where should the podcast go? What is the future for the podcast? And certainly the timing piece will be one. The other piece that I've been struggling with in the latter um, part of the year is recording sound. So in the basement that I recorded in before we had the flood, uh, things sounded a lot better. And I've been really struggling with the recording sound in the new space and how to make that better. So that's something that I'll be working on as well. 
And those are, I guess, uh, maybe some of the negatives of the year, I suppose. It was a tough year. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I can't wait to say goodbye to 2023. And it feels... It feels kind of sad to say that, and it feels really reminiscent of some of the pandemic years to kind of say, oh, I can't wait, you know, to say goodbye to this. But at the same time, I know that there are hard things. There are hard things that happened this year for myself. There were hard things that happened to others. Um, and it it is sometimes the real sentiment of okay I I think as a whole I'm ready for something new and and of course that's what we'll experience in 2024 is that freshness of the new year and getting to um, have some thoughts about how we want to approach that um, and for me you know still working on my health um, I've had some great things on the health side though too I've been working with a new osteopath and going quite regularly and I'm really feeling a lot less pain in my body. It's allowed me to be able to run farther. I was getting to the point where I just, I dreaded running because I would end up with so much back pain from it. And it's it's odd pain. It's kind of like mid-back around my ribs because I've had kind of like a rib problem ever since uh, my son was born or since the pregnancy with my son so like 14 years ago and it's just kind of gotten really bad over the last year or two and I've been struggling you know spinning is not bad but like running would be one that like when it's kind of feeling out of whack it's just it's hard it's really hard to like take that impact and keep working through it so I've been working with an osteopath and and it's been making a huge difference in terms of being able to get, you know, I can run 5K now. Like I can, I'm back, you know, not fast. I'm slow. I've, I've always prided myself on being more of a jogger than a runner, but I love being able to do it and I love um, how great I feel when I do it. And so now I, I'm finally back there. And that took, you know, the last six months really since shingles, all of that. I couldn't run at all. Um, I was in a lot of pain and I kind of just took a break from my body and then have decided to really take it seriously in terms of reworking things. Um, it wasn't just the shingles. I had a lot of pain uh, happening in my low back and then ribs area that, you know, I was working, I worked with a chiropractor, I was working with massage therapy, like all the things to try to get this loose. And it just seemed like every time, you know, every week or like it would just really get bad again. So I'm finally at a place where it's starting to feel bearable and, and better. And I'm, I'm like feeling better more than I am feeling hurt. So that's been really positive this year. Um, of course, yeah, the, the shingles and the basement was a really tough time, a really tough cluster there. And, you know, there have been other things going on too, just within the family health issues and things like that. And so, you know, it can be really, really challenging as mom to work through those. Um, but we're, we're doing our best and, and we're getting there. So that's that's kind of all that we can do is just keep moving forward and keep 
going into the best direction that we can find. So looking for the best people to work with, all that stuff. Um, so those those are some of the big things, I guess, on my end is really working working with my body. And then the other thing was when I went through all that pain as well, I had really eased up on the weightlifting. And, and now again, I'm feeling like I'm kind of back. I started to go even to uh, a weekly group fitness class that happens at 745 on Saturday mornings uh, at a gym that's not far away. It's not like a fitness gym. It's like a gym at a at a campus and so um, a woman does a class in there and again I hadn't been able to do anything like that in quite a while so it's felt really fun to kind of be like oh, I'm out I'm working out I can keep up you know they do like Tabata and hit style workouts and workouts with light weights but and all that stuff and and I'm feeling like kind of like my old self like oh I can do it a little more confidence that I can do it where before I was really starting to tell myself like I can't I can't do this stuff anymore. It's just, it's too painful. And um, it's it's amazing what what you can do when you do, you know, start to meet those right pra- practitioners who can uh, open things up again. So really excited about that. Um, in terms of the podcast, so kind of looking at some of the stats, this year I had about 3,000 downloads which um, is still pretty incredible given that I was only, I was posting much less frequently. Like I did not post as many episodes at all. I took several breaks, like I took a whole break in the summer um, and kind of post post the flood time. And so, you know, it's amazing to me that I still had that many downloads for um, not only the new episodes, but also the previous episodes, right? So those are going to be incorporated as well uh, in terms of those downloads because it's historic uh, for all of the episodes. But really cool from tons of countries. Um, United States is kind of my biggest share, but Canada um, also pretty high up there. And then we see like UK, Costa Rica, Australia, Singapore, Sweden, Norway, Mexico, Germany, Turkey, France, Ireland, Iran, New Zealand, Portugal, South Africa, Croatia. It goes on and on. It's amazing. Um, to see like, you know, even if people have only downloaded like one episode, like somehow they stumbled upon this podcast and, you know, we're looking at something in particular that uh, that caught their eye. So always exciting to see that. Um, and, and, you know, it gets you really thinking about, wow, okay, what, what can I do to appeal to that? Most people are downloading on Apple Podcasts. Spotify is also really up there. Uh, Google Chrome has a decent share um, and Safari. So some people are listening kind of on their web. And then I thought it would be fun to just go over the top 10 episodes for the year. So our highest ranking episode this year, which is really exciting, was episode 146, Shining a Light on Panda's Pans, where I talked to Kira Dugan and she and I connected through the podcast and I was able to interview her and it was just such an amazing episode really really happy to get to talk to her she listens to the podcast so it's so fun that she had the most downloaded uh podcast episode this year 
And honestly, she did a lot to, pr to promote that episode. So uh, I'm not surprised because she's been uh, amazing to connect with and had so many wonderful ideas. Uh, it was a special episode for me too because the first time I got to actually interview somebody that was talking openly about their pans, pandas, uh, diagnosis and getting to talk from a firsthand experience. So I think that was really um, great. And if you haven't checked it out, it's episode 146, Shining a Light on Pans Pandas. And thank you so much to Kira for being part of the podcast. Like I said, it was really really special to be able to connect with her this week and a great conversation if you do um, know somebody that has pans pandas or if you are looking for more information please consider um, checking out that episode so in a similar light the next most downloaded episode was episode 133 demystifying pans pandas with dr nancy o'hara so this was at the very beginning part of the year i was so lucky to be able to connect with dr nancy o'hara she has been promoting at that point had been promoting her new book demystifying pans pandas um and it was just a dream really to be able to interview her during that time and I really enjoyed that episode myself. I learned a ton from her. I have her book as well and it's just been something that I I was really thrilled to get her onto the podcast and be able to pick her brain about some of the really challenging pieces of Pans Pandas. The next most listened to episode on the podcast was episode 141. And 141 was Codependency, People-Pleasing, and Healing After Divorce with Karen McMahon. Karen, I had interviewed previously on the podcast on episode 105, How to Journey Beyond Divorce with Karen McMahon. And so she was the first return guest that I had. So that was really special and thrilling to kind of be like, oh, I'm coming full circle and, and talking to somebody that I've interviewed already and we're getting to reconnect. And she's amazing, has so many good um, tips around, especially divorce, but not even just divorce. Like we talked about boundaries. We talked about working with children of divorce and how how things all come together in this space around codependency and people pleasing and and you know whether you are a child of divorce or maybe you are in um, a divorce situation right now. Really great episode to connect with because um, there's just so much. And also if you are. Um, working through divorce, of course, the episode that I did with her initially, of course, How to Journey Beyond Divorce is an amazing resource as well if you are interested in that. So another episode that did really well. So this is looking a little out of 2023, but it had a lot of downloads this year still, was Treating Pandas, Pans, and Lime with Dr. Roseanne Kapana-Hodge. And that was episode number 59. And so for whatever reason, I do think a lot of people are looking into episodes around Pandas, Pans, and Lime. And that one did really well this year. 
Um, and that was a great conversation as well. Dr. Roseanne is wonderful. She, I can't, you know, speak highly um, or can't not speak highly enough about her. Um, she just really has a way of speaking with people and is so personable that I, I really enjoyed meeting her when I did. And then the next most downloaded episode was... Episode 148, Pan's Panda's Perspectives with Zach Oates. So again, this one was published this year in the fall on Panda's Pan's Awareness Day. And I was so fortunate to connect with Zach Oates, who talked with us again about his experience with Pan's Pandas. So what an amazing year to get to speak to Dr. Nancy O'Hara, Kira Dugan, and then Zach Oates, and both the last two were talking specifically about their own experience with Pan's Pandas. And it was just such an honor for, for both of them to be willing to share with me and talk about what these disorders are like in real time and how challenging it can be. And it just honestly... Part of me gets so frustrated because I just don't understand why it is so hard to find medical providers. You know, it's just the story that I hear over and over again, be it from parents, be it from, in this case, um, young adults who have experienced also the challenges to finding care for pans pandas. And just it, it makes me really want to work as best I can to try to open up some of those doors. And then also for my children, like trying to make those connections and, and look into how we can be able to treat these disorders in a better, better fashion, because it just seems like it is so challenging across the board. And again, I really appreciated him being able to share those perspectives and then, um, you know, opening up about some of the tools that he uses. And I think that is so great. If you do, again, know anybody, you know, you can kind of look at those and, and then talk to your providers about, okay, you know, maybe some of these tools would work for us. So the next episode in this top 10 is episode 137, which is how to overcome parental alienation with Lisa Goodpaster. So this was early this year that I posted and it was quite an interesting conversation. Parental alienation is something I had never heard of, um, totally different term for me, but really hit home in terms of speaking with Lisa and understanding what that is, what it means to be really kind of like cut off from your parents emotionally and some of the implications that she's went through and now what she's doing to kind of um, work through those and and get out this term and you know what these issues are to others so that episode did really well in terms of downloads and that's awesome because it means more people are learning like I did um, and starting to understand what parental alienation is and then you know what what can be done and who you could reach out to and things like that so another episode that did really well this year 
Um, again, Panda's Pans related was Panda's Pans Fundamentals with Dr. Scott and Alan Antoine, episode number 50. That episode is the first one that I did interviewing any doctor or expert related to Pans Pandas. It was kind of a real kickoff. I had talked about Pans and Pandas on the podcast, but never uh, reached out to a professional or a parent or a young person and and spoken with them. So I remember that episode so well and I remember being so excited and also nervous because I was like, oh my gosh, you know, these doctors are going to give me their time. They're going to speak to me about Panda's Pans. I'm going to be able to ask them questions and learn more. And so it was just such uh, an honor and that episode continues to do well. I think a few reasons, you know, people are really interested. People are are looking around for things on Panda's Pans. And then also, if they are considering working with a doctor, that's kind of the other piece that I'm trying to provide. They can find out um, and and listen to this doc, these doctors speak. And, and I know that's been similar with Dr. Jennifer Barr as well, or Dr. Jennifer Bear, um, in terms of people have listened to that podcast just to try to understand her a little bit more um the podcast that I did with her now I know she has her own this year and she it's it's super great I highly recommend that podcast as well uh the next one is was actually recorded this year and it was how to thrive in tough situations with Gladys Kamachow. And that again was such a great recording. Uh, we I really enjoyed my conversation with her. I felt, you know, she's one of those people I could have spoken to all day. Um, it's kind of a more generic name, but yeah, we really dug into tough things that she's encountered in her life and really what she's done to overcome that and to find peace ultimately in her life. And I just, I thought she had really some great perspective in terms of uh, what she was um, sharing and some of her tools and techniques. And then one was the next one on the list, which is funny, is um, episode 138, How Do I Have High Cholesterol? And so that was just a personal episode. So I'm actually really surprised to see that it did so well. But again, people are probably um, looking for podcasts on high cholesterol and, and then came across this one. And for me, I was reflecting in the episode because I was just blown away that my naturopath had, you know, run the numbers around my cholesterol and then found that, you know, she wanted me to reduce these things. And, you know, I'm pretty diligent when it comes to that kind of stuff. And so I was like working through how to look at my diet differently, but yet I don't eat a lot of meat. And I just felt like it just didn't really jive. And so it's interesting as a follow-up to that episode. So that was episode 138. I did go to see my general practitioner a little while after the I kind of worked through the the diagnosis with the naturopath. And it was really interesting because he worked through the numbers and he has this calculator type thing around cholesterol. And what he showed me was that the numbers that I had, when you kind of put them together, he was like, I really don't think this is concerning. He said, looking at it, 
you know, the fact that I'm not diabetic, the fact that I'm active, like there were all these things that he was looking at. And then he said he really didn't see there being an issue with me ever in terms of high cholesterol. So it was kind of the exact opposite. Um, You know, and I know that naturopaths are focused on more preventative care. So I, you know, I do understand that. But I was just so panicked that it was nice to hear that he really said like, it's a very low percentage still that I would ever have high cholesterol. And he's like, and then it's showing that that percentage wouldn't go up until I'm in my 80s, which he said, even then it was still really low. So, you know, it was good to kind of have that second opinion. And so I've been able to kind of take a little bit of both and be like, okay, this is something that I should watch and be aware of, but I don't need to be in like full damage control mode because often my brain goes from like zero to a hundred. Like if I think something's a problem, I'm like, oh my God, like all over it. I've got to fix this. And so it was a way for me to kind of bring that down a little bit because honestly, I didn't really have the capacity to uh, be be making those those changes at a super high level um, and, and definitely didn't feel great about being so panicked. And so the last episode that ranked highly this year is How to Break Up Like a Badass, episode number 134. And that episode was kind of rounding out our top 10 and it was recorded with um, Tal Yardini. And that was a great conversation. Loved the name, you know, Break Up Like a Badass. She is um, was a real pleasure to speak to. We had a lot of fun talking about um, recovery and breakup recovery and her whole story about going from a New York City singer actress to a breakup recovery coach and being really focused on how to help people through that and and she's got this program um, breakup like a badass formula and and so really neat and something totally different not the typical conversation that I have on the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. So it was a real pleasure to speak with Tal as well. Um, So that's kind of it in terms of the stats. Uh, Those, like I said, those are the top 10 that, you know, interestingly, quite a few of them are from this year, but some of them were older. Some of them were the older podcasts as well. And that's awesome. You know, I'm always happy when there's something from the back catalog that people stumble across and and still identify with, obviously, and and feel is relevant. And if I'm honest, I still go back to some older episodes because sometimes I go through something in my life and I think, you know what? I interviewed like this somebody on this a year ago and I'm going to go listen to it because now it's relevant to me. You know, maybe at the time it was something that was like, um, just a conversation and they gave, you know, some hypothetical examples and now all of a sudden it's actually relevant to something in my life. So I do that. Um, I do it also with Panda's Pans, especially when, you know, we go through different situations and I think, you know, I think I need to brush up on this because I know my own podcast has a lot of resources on Panda's Pans. I will go back uh, and listen to different episodes that uh, have have experts on it. Of course, I'm not, you know, listening really to myself. 
that's always kind of the downside is sometimes I'm like, oh, wow, that doesn't that doesn't sound great. But, uh, you know, it's a way to connect with those experts. And then sometimes I'll even search some of those experts and listen to them on other podcasts as well, just so I can kind of hear, you know, they might have said something else in in talking to other people. And it's a great way to kind of um, branch out and listen to some other podcasts for sure and and get to really hear about um, a little bit of a different take on some of those experts. And so I highly recommend that if there's somebody that you liked on my podcast, chances are they've been on another podcast and you could probably find them. One that I did listen to was the Better Health Guy podcast. And there are a lot of health resource um, related podcasts that he does. It's all, it's all better health. And so he has done some Panda's Pants uh, podcasts. And so that's a a great one to try. Um, The Mom and Doc Talk as well. Um, I think that's what it's called. Mom and Doc Talk with Jennifer Barr, Jennifer Bear. I I never get her name right. Um, is, Is one as well where she's focused on Panda's Pants. I've gotten into some different podcasts this year. I'm still working on my French language learning, so I've been trying more French podcasts, but not not always as successful as I'd like to be. Um, Dr. David Pooter has a psychiatry and psychotherapy podcast, and there is one there on Panda's Pans as well. I listened to that this year. Um, Also, I, you know, it's funny. I used to do a lot more like motivational speaker podcasts. You know, there were a lot of those like motivational Rachel Hollis type of podcasts. And I used to be into those a lot. And I've kind of gotten away from that. Um, One that I do like is Terry Cole. She's had some really good podcasts. Podcast and she's really focused on boundaries and um, being kind to ourselves and it's it's not motivational but it's more um, psychotherapy re- related. Uh, there's also a new podcast called Pans Panda Stories, and it is coming out of the UK. There are two women from the UK that are doing that one, and I've listened to a few of those episodes as well. I think I'm on episode six. And they've got some different doctors, experts. They're talking about their own stories of their children with pandas pans. So highly recommend that as well. Like there's just been a real explosion of resources this year. And so I think it's amazing. Um, I love, I've been listening to Good Inside with Dr. Becky, Dr. Becky Kennedy. That is a great one. It talks a lot about parenting, really helpful. Um, and I love We Can Do Hard Things with Glennon Doyle and Abby and Glennon's sister. Um, so good. And then two others. One is the Parenting Survival Podcast. So it is focused on anxiety and OCD in children. And the woman is actually a therapist who works on OCD. I attended a webinar that she did a few weeks ago about getting to core fears in OCD. So I do recommend this podcast. It has really opened my eyes to how much bigger OCD is than I thought it was. So again, totally, totally recommend if you do have somebody in your life that has OCD, um, 
listening to that podcast because it'll just it'll start to help you to be able to at least even identify what things you're seeing are related to OCD and anxiety. And then the last one that I've been listening to that is um kind of a funny one actually. It's called Just Jack and Will. I loved the show Will and Grace. I have all of the seasons on DVD and I just I like loved it, loved it. And so it's a rewatch um, podcast with Eric McCorback and Sean Hayes and it's called Just Jack and Will and they go through all the episodes. So I've been watching the episodes again and listening to it and so that one has just been like not about learning and just about fun. And uh, I, I need both. Like I also listen to Smart List. Like it's another one of my, like it's not about learning. It's just about fun. Because sometimes I'm, you know, walking the dog, and I, I just I can't put anything else in my brain. I need to just listen to something fun. Anyway, so that's a bit of a wrap in terms of the things I've been listening to this year. Um, after going through all of the ones of my podcast that you guys have been listening to, so I do appreciate you so much for listening to this podcast and going through all of the sort of uh, wonky changes in timing and the on and the off and the weekly to biweekly and everything this year. And I'm hoping to bring a little more consistency next year. But again, you know, this is life, right? We just kind of do the best that we can. And I do appreciate you listening. If you do have ideas for things that you would love to hear on the podcast, either someone you'd like me to interview, something you'd like me to share about, happy to do that. You can contact me either through Instagram is easy. It's at Sarah Lady Gluten, S-A-R-A-L-A-D-Y-G-L-U-E. G-L-U-T-E-N, or you can email me at reallifeprojectco at gmail.com, all as one word, reallifeprojectco. And I'd love to hear your ideas. Uh, it's, it's always great. Even if your idea is just like, more on parenting, please, or if your idea is like more things related to boundaries and psychotherapy or, or whatever, right? Like there's so many experts out there that I can reach out to. Or if you're like, I just read a book by so-and-so and it seems cool. And you know what? They don't all say yes. You know, I've had a few times where I've like shot really high and I, you know, didn't get it, but it's pretty rare. Like honestly, a lot of people have said yes and that's where I'm always just thrilled and amazed and delighted to get to speak with as many people as I do. So I hope that all of you have had um, a good 2023 I guess. I mean I even cringe to say that like a good 2023. Like I know it's been um, it's been what it's been. And so let's just call it, you know, we're at the end of the year. Spend that time reflecting. I'm sure like me, it's been a combination of, you know, delightful things and challenging things and things that went better than expected. You know, one of those for us is my son started grade nine and like it honestly went a lot better than I ever expected. He's uh, enjoyed it more than I thought and he's adjusted better. Like, it, you know, so sometimes... Those are wins too, and those are things that, you know, we can reflect on. And then 
start to think about 2024 and what that means for you and and what you're hoping to either work towards or not work on or um, take a break from or explore more or whatever it is that you know your heart needs in 2024 and that that you want to be thinking about so um, enjoy the end of the year and I look forward to connecting with you again in 2024. Thank you for listening to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. Please keep in mind, this podcast is not intended to be medical or professional advice. If you'd like to hear more from me, you can follow me on social media, Instagram and TikTok at Sarah Lady Gluten or Facebook, Sarah underscore Gluten Free Lady. You can also visit my website, which includes author information, speaking information, and more info on the podcast at www.se-german.com. If you like the podcast, please feel free to review the podcast on your favorite platform and also subscribe because it means that it will show up for you every week on your favorite podcast platform. Also, we've just started to have the ability to support the podcast. You can find this link in my Instagram bio or visit Kofi, ko-fi.com slash learning to slay the beasts. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.